Welcome to the Love Life Podcast, hosted by Jack and Sheila Harper. This podcast is about love and passion for life. Save One was founded by Jack and Sheila in the year 2000 to help men, women, and families recover after abortion. The Harpers have a real passion to see lives be healthy and flourish so that those lives have a lasting impact on the earth. Join us for the next few minutes as we talk about the subjects that impact our lives and how we can together find and keep better spiritual, emotional, and mental health by loving life. Here's Jack and Sheila. Hey, Love Life listeners. I know Sheila and I say this every episode. But I am going to say it again today. We are excited about this week's episode. Yes, we are. You guys will remember in the trailer that we shot for this podcast, we told you that we were going to introduce you to some ways to love life on a greater level. And today we are on point. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, yeah, me too. All of us have encountered those moments when it seems like our world has just turned upside down. And sometimes those moments come from a tough patch that we're going through. Other times we are just overwhelmed in our emotions from the opportunities that are set before us. We are going to talk today about managing those pressure packed moments. We are all in need of the best way to handle those prolific moments that happen in life. Yeah, this episode, it's going to be about more than just handling crisis moments, but it's really and truly more than just crisis because we all have those emotionally charged moments that put us on the edge of those tough decisions and we know we or we need to know how to handle them. So what Jack and I wanted to do in this episode is just remind all of us, because we need these reminders too. Just because yes. Jack and I have this podcast doesn't mean we've got it all down pat. We <laughs> no, learn absolutely every, not. Time, every time we have one of these podcasts. So this episode is going to remind all of us how to act when these moments come to us, because yes. this is about navigating life in a healthy way. And so today we're going to talk about how to prosper under pressure. And it's from a very simple concept that Jack and I adopted a long time ago. But we had a successful business for 10 years, and then we pastored for 11 years. And in the meantime, we ran and built a global nonprofit over the last two decades. And so we've seen a lot. We've been around a lot We've and we're old too. So that helps. <laughs> and we've seen and experienced what happens when people make decisions out of an emotional response. And it's usually not pretty. It doesn't end no. up well for them a lot of times. No, no, absolutely not. We've, we've witnessed people trying to make, uh, you know, these decisions in the middle of turmoil or life change instead of just mm-hmm. sticking with what has always worked. And sometimes they'll pivot and they'll go in a direction. Sheila and I have pivoted and gone in a different direction instead of staying with what we knew. So uh, we, we just heard it said so many times, well, God must be moving me because this or that has happened or, or in the middle of the crisis, moment a they'll start developing their relationship with Jesus instead of having being able to 
rely on what has yeah, always like, been there. It's like they jump in and and want to all of a sudden, oh, you know, let's let's get God in on this instead of having that foundation built before the crisis moment starts. Yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. So this whole so team. We, Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's good. We, we <laughs> both are excited. We just want to. I know, because we're talking about for each other. Uh, yeah. But this teaching was actually inspired by a teaching that you did a while back, Jack. I mean, I know mm-hmm. you remember it, but we've yeah. referenced it many times since then. And the whole thing was taken out of Daniel chapter six in the Bible. Yeah. Yes. Daniel, in, in chapter six, we read about how he was put in a tough spot. He was like in this pressure point in his life and he had to respond to conspiracies about him, to betrayal and and through him, through what he did in Daniel, we've been given an incredible outline on how to act in similar situations. So it's like we can just follow his model. So yep. I want to read what I'm talking about. It's found in Daniel 6. And it's verses one through three. And we're going to be reading several different passages of scripture from this one. But in Daniel six, one through three, it says Darius the Mede decided to, what is a Mede? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Darius, I, I, I probably don't. I, I, I wish I had an answer. Right now. Sorry. Well, if somebody <laughs> knows, please comment. Yes. Let us know. What is a Mede? Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. So Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. So that's just verses one through three. Okay. So mm-hmm. we know Daniel is recognized and at, like as a, a great guy and he's a protector. He was even beyond his two other contemporaries. So it says he distinguished himself above all the others. So we have to ask that question. How did he come to this place of prospering? And it's because an excellent spirit was in him. So promotion comes from an excellent spirit. So how do we get that excellent spirit, Jack? Why don't you tell us? Yeah, to understand this, we have to know the difference in the two things that were against us. And that's the flesh and the spirit. According to Galatians 5, uh, it is our passions and desires. So Jesus said in John 6, 63, spirit is life. And the words he speak are spirit and life. John 4, 24 says this. It says God is spirit. And we know that in James 4, 8, it says if we draw near to God, that he will draw near to us. And then lastly, Matthew 6, 6 is when you pray, not if you pray, but when you pray, this is something that Jesus was telling us that is very, very important. Absolutely. So for us to have an excellent spirit, the same way that Daniel did, and that's what all of that led up to, is we have to spend time with God and we have to spend time with his word. So here's a common theme for all this. We can and we need to develop an excellent spirit within us. 
before we ever get to that pressure point, before we ever get to that decision moment, that moment of crisis, the moment of opportunity, that is not the time to start trying to cultivate our prayer life or our study life. That's right. It's the time to stay with what you know. And so we, one thing that we, we have to recognize is that even in our lives, I mean, we, we read about it in Daniel just now, but attack and betrayal are just going to happen. Yes, they They're, are. The, the other administrator, this is, this is the, the scripture says the other administrators, our officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling the governmental affairs but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. Can't, wait, can you, can you stop right there a minute? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, you don't have to be doing anything wrong to get criticism and condemnation. These oh, guys, yeah. I feel like they were just so jealous of Daniel. And so they, and it says they began searching for some mm-hmm. fault. They wanted to find something wrong, but yeah. go ahead, go ahead. I mean, the next thing you're going to read is, is in, you know, in these verses, it says he's faithful. So mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and that's, that's the thing that we just, that, that I was just talking about is like, it, it wasn't something that because these guys are surging for a way to, to trip him up that he started to try to cultivate this relationship. It that's says right. he was faithful always responsible and completely trustworthy. So they concluded that our only chance to find grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. In other words, whatever he's doing, we're going to try to trip him up in his own relationship with God, not what he's doing in the world in his In, so that, that was assignment. Yeah. So that was verses four and five, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Verse six so now, says, okay. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. You know, if you're going to try to use something against somebody, you always try to this flattery thing. And that's what they're yeah. doing. Long live King <laughs> Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials and high officers, advisors and governors that the king should make a law that will strictly be enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except you. In other words, they only want prayers to King Darius because that would be what would trip up Daniel. Mm -hmm. Your majesty will be thrown into the den of lions. And now your majesty issue and sign this law so it can be, it cannot be changed. An official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius took the bait and he went ahead and signed it in the law. Wow. So that's an off subject, but it says an official law of the Medes and Persians. So the a Mede must be <laughs> like an area that they're from. Okay. Yes. Just, yes. That, it that's, is. that mystery solved. So yeah. we, we've experienced this from people who didn't know us, who casually knew us, and people who were supposed to be our friends. We have had people deceive us, manipulate, say scheming words, make up lies, just all out lies. And every bit of it was intended to destroy us and try to stop the ministry that we're doing. And I'm sure if you're listening and you have done anything significant, 
your life, any kind of ministry, any kind of forward thinking moment that you've probably had the same thing. There's going to be attacks against you, against us to get through them. We have to be prayed up. We have to have his word planted in us and have a relationship with the Lord that can sustain these attacks because we can't go through life and just think all of this is never going to happen to us. We have to know we're going from attack to attack to attack. And if we don't have that concrete foundation and know exactly whose we are, then we'll crumble at those attacks. So Daniel's response to this attack is what we're talking about here and what I want to talk about. Verse 10 in that same chapter, Daniel 6, 10 says, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, it says, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, and I love this, and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. In other just words, as he had always done. Just as he I had always that. done with the windows open. He didn't close mm-hmm. the windows now because the law had been signed. He just stayed with what he knew. So in other words, he stayed with what he knew. Yep. And you referenced it earlier. I I did this as uh, as a devotion for a um for a, an event that we had been invited to. And then I've done it at, at a conference before. And then I also preached this at our church. And well, so we I just, you, you did this one time for a sports team. You got invited yep. to be a chaplain at a, a sports team devotional that wasn't yep. even a, a Christian school. I don't think, but you, mm-hmm. uh, you got invited in to do this and I loved it. Go ahead. Yep. And so what we did is we just we just broke down that phrase that Sheila just said, stay with what he what what you know, stay with what you know. So the first thing is to stay. And the first thing we want to share with you is that Daniel stayed. He didn't run from adversity. That's right. The penalty of death was looming him. Uh, but Daniel stayed. We can't outrun betrayal. We can't outrun attacks. We can't outrun deception. We can't run from lies or scheming. Those types of challenges and pressures exist everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you go, those kind of things are going to come. That's just going to happen. That's right. And then to, to go further, not just stay, but stay with. And this is the key. Daniel wasn't trying to get everything sorted out. As I said before, he wasn't trying to cultivate his prayer life in this pressure packed moment. He stayed with what had gotten him to where he was. Daniel stayed with the Lord. He stayed in relationship with him. In fact, he drew near to him and he prayed and relied on the Lord. And and that was his custom since the early days. That's what the Mm -hmm. scripture says. Not something new he was doing, but it wasn't some whiteboard experiment. It wasn't like, okay, Lord, how do I respond to this? This is what Daniel had been doing for years. He stayed with. And then this is what the scripture says. It says, then Daniel was brought in before the king and the king spoke. And he said to Daniel, are you that Daniel? (laughs) I love that because he knew who he was. Yeah. Are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah, whom my father, the king brought from Judah? He asked him that question. I have heard of you. 
that the spirit of God is in you (laughs) and that the light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. I love that. Yes. So then it wasn't just stay and stay with it's stay with what? Sheila, you, you want to go there? Well, that, that scripture that you just read is found in Daniel five, 13 and 14. So this was backed up a little bit, even before Daniel six that we've been talking about. But stay with what? So here's the thing. Daniel had been here before. Daniel had been in tough spots before where he had to rely on God. And Daniel already knew the power of God. He wasn't trying to drum it up right then. He already knew the power of God. And he knew that God could deliver him from any situation. So he already knew what it was like to lean in and trust God. So there's always a first time, but after that first time, you know, you can rely on him from then on. So Daniel knew what God could do. So he stayed with what, and then stay with what you, so no one else can do this for you. You have to pray. You have to hear. You have to have faith. You have to cultivate the relationship. You can't let someone else insert themselves in your intimacy with God or you can't think that your pastor can do it for you and you can't ride on your parents coattails you have to do it stay with what you yeah and then the next part just stay with what you know yes Daniel knew the Lord Daniel knew what the Lord had done before Daniel didn't just open the windows and pray once and close those windows quickly thinking, okay, I've done what I needed to. No, he, he, he didn't care who saw or heard him. In fact, he wanted people to see that he <laughs> opened the window three times that day, three times he prayed from an open window and Daniel went to the one that he knew he could trust. I so love that. Daniel knew what it was like to be in the fiery furnace. Daniel knew what it was like to have Jesus with him. In the fiery furnace, Daniel knew the impact of stay with what you know, that that impact that was on King Nebuchadnezzar. Others will see you when you stay with what you know. So I love that Daniel knew the boldness he walked in when he had the second dream that needed interpreting. Daniel knew faithness, faithfulness. That was in that had empowered him and that had preserved him. Stay with it. what you know. That I yes. mean, like it, it's a great reminder for you and I. It's for just all such of courage. all of the yes, 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 absolutely. such courage. And we've seen so many people get so messed up in that crisis moment. They leave their church because they get offended or they. They, you know, they turn away from a marriage because it may not be going like they think. And so something happens and they, they leave or, you know, instead of just being faithful, being loyal, being responsible like Daniel and being known for having that excellent spirit in them. I love that. That's awesome. I know. Oh, go ahead. No, I was was (laughs) just going to say. I just heard this uh, this week it, w- w- in regards to those moments when 
you have been betrayed and, or we have been betrayed. Mm-hmm. One of, I heard a pastor say that, say this this week, and, and it, I think it just is a good insert right here before we close. You, you got to have thick skin, but you got to have a soft heart because yeah. if you don't, ha- if you don't have a thick skin and a soft heart and you start letting that permeate you, uh, because somebody has betrayed you, it will eat you alive inside and you have to let those things go because if you hold yeah. on to them, it's just going to ruin you. So let it go, friends. Well, let it go. Yeah. And if you do hang on to it, it turns into a fence and then you're yeah. around and then you're easily offended over other things. And before you know it, you're bitter and cynical. And not that I know anything about that at all. Oh, me either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay, listen, so, we have a love life tip yes, of the day. We love yeah, the we club have that. for the love yes. life tip of the day. Yeah, so, so I ask you right where you are, write down these initials, S-W-W-Y-K, and put that where you can see it. The next time you're faced with a tough situation, then you or you're in crisis, then you'll stay with what you know. Yes, and, and you'll, we, you'll, you may have to think about it a minute, like yep. if you don't see it for a month, and then you're like, oh, S-W-W-Y-K, stay with what you know. So you'll yes. get it in your spirit before long. Yep. Yes. Well, so thank, thank you. you. Yes, yes, thank you. you guys. I love that you guys have been listening and you're making this podcast just climb on the charts every, every month when we come out with a new episode. I love getting the, the analytics from it and just seeing how many were downloaded and listened to. And every month it's just getting more and more. And it's just crazy because I, I, Jack and I just started this podcast to introduce you to some of our incredible friends. So. We are so thankful that you're listening. We're so thankful you joined us today. I hope you guys are smiling and loving life. And will you take a minute and whatever platform you're listening on, will you write a review for this podcast? Because we certainly would appreciate it. But be watching for our next episode, helping you love life on a greater level. Thanks. We love you guys. See you next time. Thank you for being a part of our audience today on the Love Life Podcast. Please share it with your friends and check back often for the next podcast or subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. 